Welcome back to Behind the Birds. Not a G at the control wheel to start off today. I'm joined by our boy Max, Eagles Intel. Max, how you doing? What's on your um, mind? You hyped up? I mean, I was for a while until, you know, what was it, 20 minutes ago? We got a nice notification that uh, or not Andre Dillard, Jordan Mailata has a knee sprain, and we might be seeing Andre Dillard starting at left tackle on Monday night. That's, and that's right. That can't excite anyone, I'll tell you that. Look, we talked about this last pod, you and I. It's Dallas week. It is Dallas. You always week. get up that, for Dallas week. Oh, always. When whether we suck or whether we're 15 and 0. This is the up. most important game of the season every year, is the Dallas games. But you're right. This this my lot of news that just broke to us is really a damper. And it's I don't really know. It really is because he has not shown anything. I don't know what to make. Like we don't have any information as part of the problem. No, we I mean Jordan Mylotta, for all we know, could play Monday night. We don't There's know certain, how bad it is. Yeah, yeah we, we don't know. Bad anything. knee sprains usually keeps you out like three to four weeks. But if it's just like a mild one, he might miss Monday night, but then he might be back Sunday next week when we play the Chiefs. I would rather have my lot of hobble in there, put something on his Dillard. knee than Dillard. And just yeah, like I agree with you. If my lot has to miss the next three weeks after this game, I don't care. Just get him in there. He'll play. Like that's that's honestly where I'm at right now because next I do not want to do it anyway. With... You're gonna lose two or three, I'll tell you that. Right. So well I don't Dallas. know. I don't know. First of get division game of the year too. When when right now the belief is the Eagles will be in the playoff hunt for the division. Yeah, and I mean they're they, currently they in the chase. Any, and they yeah, just, they have yeah. not shown us anything that says we are going to suck this year. They've no. had bad moments last week, which we discussed on the last pod. But there's never been anything that's shown me been like, hey, like we're not going to be good this year. We're totally out of the division, even though our division is absolute garbage. So, so you sent us something, Max, about okay, indications, uh, breaking news from Garofolo, Jordan mm-hmm. Mailata won't play, and it'll be Andre Dillard. But Mailata's absence is not expected to be a long-term thing. My guess is he's back either for the Chiefs or is it Panthers after the Chiefs? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll be back for the. For the Panthers. So my guess is he's back for the Panthers game. Oh. You might as well oh. take the L in that Chiefs game anyway. God. They need this win. They need the, they need this win on to Monday night. Uh, if they want to, if they want this division, they need this win. Andre Dillard, are you serious right now, Max? Andre hey, Dillard, first round pick. Maybe he'll prove us wrong. Bro. Has he even played in a regular season game before? Like started? No, yeah. right? Yeah, Peters yes? missed a few. Peters missed a few weeks his rookie year. I don't even remember that. That's what two years ago, three years ago, 2019, I think. Two years like ago, Garofolo. I'm posting right now just for the people. This is a little behind inside baseball. Uh, per Mike Garofolo of NFL Network, Eagles left tackle Jordan Mailata is not going to play. The indications are to still play. small chance he does play, but the indications are he will not play Monday night is against the Cowboys formed. after his yeah Garofalo is stuff like this anymore honestly like I just prefer doing like the podcast over like just posting yeah, so the podcasts busy. are so much more fun it's so much more fun so much more entertaining after his knee sprain Andre Dillard will start in his place that's ridiculous we're the Eagles are Uh-oh. so lucky. Dallas is banged up too because Amari. Yeah, Max. So run play. through that. Run through their defensive ends real quick. You, yeah, you I mean, sent me that thing about it. Defensive ends. Like I think the big injury to watch on Monday night would be Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is questionable. Really? Yeah. He's and been, Gallup's he's not been, playing, right? Gallup's out. Gallup's out. He's on IR, so he's out at least. I think at least through next week too. But Amari Cooper, I forget. I think it's a knee injury for him. 
he's been limited in practice and is going to be a game time decision. I was reading from, I forget which Dallas reporter, one Dallas reporter said it today that he's going to be a game time decision on Monday night. So obviously if he doesn't play, be. that's big. Yes. Cause then you just, then if Cooper and Gallup are out, you're just watching uh CD lamp. And then I guess Zeke and Tony Pollard, but like, that's a whole different story. Yeah. It's a different story. Uh, Carson Wentz was limited today and is a game time decision. He's I doubt he plays. Frank it's, Reich declined to say who would start if Wentz can't go. It's going to be Brett Hundley, which is ridiculous. Not that it matters for the Eagles because they're going to lose anyway, no matter if it's Easton or Hundley. But if Wentz plays, we need that snap count. At least give Ooh, him a few series, you know? that's This is disaster, Andre Dillard. Yeah. So, but, like right. Max was saying, I mean, like, yeah. you know, that, that we're watching the Cooper injury and also on their defensive line. They have four active defensive ends available for week three. With Randy Gregory, who's, who's a little above average, not a bad defensive end. Terrell Basham, who has not panned out in the NFL yet. Chauncey Golston, who's a rookie and is just was way overdrafted by Dallas. Good player, has potential there, but he's not good yet. And I'm, if we had Mylotta and Johnson starting, I'd say they'd shut them both down. Then they have Azor Kamara. Never even heard of this guy. Obviously, last week they put Michael Parsons on the defensive end, so he would probably see him there sometimes. But just if this is the week for Mylotta to miss, honestly – it might be a good thing just because you won't be facing a top tier defensive line. If we're I mean, being, look, if we're being frank, won. I don't know. It's also like, Dallas. Oh, this is bad, bad stuff. It's just, it's just the um, worst part of it. Yeah. It happened in practice, not even in a game. Yeah. That, it's a bad break. I mean, it's a really is a bad break. We had, we had thought that we had, we, we got three bad breaks within a week. You want to actually hear something actually going off of last night's game. Eagles play the Panthers in two weeks, and J.C. Horn and Christian McCaffrey will both be out for that game, by the way. They will both be out, you think? McCaffrey's out a minimum of two to three weeks. Really? And the Eagles play the whatever in two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. And Panthers. And J.C. Horn apparently is like a broke his foot. Yeah. So he's going to definitely be out for a week that week game. So that means <laughs> we'll talk about that game in two weeks, but it's just oh, they, need to, they need to get this Dallas win because there's chances all you're losing to both. Kansas City week four, Tampa week uh, six. You need to get that Dallas win. You need to get that Carolina win. Eagles pretty much left Mylotta on an island all day against Nick Bosa, and he was really good. They're going to have to rethink anything in their game plan that requires Dillard to block one-on-one on plays that require yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of Dallas Goddard, Jack Stoll, unless Ertz can play on the left side. That's right. We should also talk about that. That quote was that, that was what Jimmy Kempsky tweet, by the way. Okay. Um, we should also talk about Zach Gertz currently on the COVID-19 list. He tested positive, but he is vaccinated. So there's a chance that he yeah, uh, two is negative cleared tests by Monday. Within 24 hours, I think, or every 24 hours, something like that. It know. is. It is. Yeah, it's possible that he plays. I'm not worried about Zach Gertz playing. It's not, not. It's not. It's not three years ago. It's not prime Zach Gertz. You're not losing your top playmaker anymore. Right. A different story if, you know, uh, Devontae Smith's getting it or even Dallas Goddard's getting it. Yeah. But Zach Ertz, I'm not overly concerned. I hope he does play because that would be a big boost for the Eagles. But it's not something that's going to affect the game overall. Right. Like a huge effect, I should say. Possible it could, but huge effect. I'm excited yeah, to see, I mean, hey, was... that means my boy Jack Stoll's going to play. I have, I was a big Jack Stoll fan in the training camp. The, 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 yeah, that's right. You were. And, and, and I would imagine he plays a lot, especially down on the two line. I mean, Richard Rodgers is uh, back on the practice squad, though. Here's what I'll also say about the offensive Bro, line. Baby. I think that the the impact of this, you know, losing Brandon Brooks is is one thing, but the problem is now everybody gets shifted because of two injuries along the line. Everybody gets shifted up. So Dickerson and Dillard were both sixth offensive linemen. 
So now with both of them in the lineup, we're looking at like Nate Herbig playing six O line as the six O line package. Say Herbig Driscoll. Oh, and I think Driscoll's out. And I think you're going to see a lot of chipping from Dallas Goddard, which is going to limit the amount he can get involved in the past. You're going to need a big game. Lane's going to be on an island for most of the day. Lane's going to be on an island. And you're going to need to give all that support to. And you need a big game out of Sam Allah, which who has been good. He's getting too much slander from Eagles fans. I don't know why people don't. He hasn't been bad. The Eagles offensive line has really not been bad. People don't consider Isaac Sam a good player, but that guy's a solid above average starter for the Eagles and has been very above average. It was a good pick. I what, think he's going to be our next center. I mean, I don't know if they want to put Dickerson there or him. Either way, left guard with. or center, I'm okay with it. Like, yeah. it's going to be, he's a very good starting offensive He's a good player. Definitely not like all pro like, but he definitely, you can put him in there and not have to worry as much as compared to putting in Nate Herbig. So I, I would expect to see maybe some more designed rollouts, something to get Dillard and like, look, here's the, the, the secret about football. Hurt is going to be running a little bit. Right. The secret of football is that you can scheme around these things. The problem is the trickle effect. So I'm not worried about Dillard. Look, I'm not worried about Dillard getting beat every single rep uh, and, and Hurts getting sacked six times. What the bigger concern is, I don't think they're going to let Dillard have the opportunity to do that. I think the bigger concern is that you're going to have to use Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, Jack Stoll, Dallas Goddard, Brett Toth, whoever the hell you have, Nate Herbig, as extra help for Andre Dillard. <laughs> Good, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> Max is showing us the uh, chuckles. I'm in danger, Jalen uh, meme for Jalen Hurts right now. Um, but like that's my problem, right? You're gonna you're limiting the amount you can use Dallas Goddard because of this. You're limiting the amount you can use the running backs. Yeah, which you're sucks, gonna have a lot Dallas of chipping. Goddard's always been good against Dallas. You're gonna have a lot of chipping. You're gonna have to shift the line to the left. And, and just like compensate for the fact that you have a liability at left tackle, which is fine, but it just means everybody else is going to have to step up. We're going to need a bigger game out of Devontae Smith. This is a big week for him. Devontae Smith, can... okay, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, a good you want to talk about week. the Cowboys secondary too? Yeah, let's do it. But Devontae Smith, I think Jay was the one who sent the all 22 of Devontae Smith in the group chat a few days ago. He got open plenty of times. It was more so that Hurts just either didn't see him, underthrew him, something along those lines. Yeah, and, and look, I, I, they did a good job against him. Josh Norman was pushing him around a little bit. Yeah, um, but he also got a few PI calls because Josh Norman's not a good. Right, player. I think we didn't. We didn't. It's an MCL sprain for Jordan Mailata, not considered to be serious. Cool. Who said that? McManus. Cool. So I, I, I don't think we, we didn't do a good job talking about this after the game, but but it's true. Devontae's game would have been a lot better. He drew like three pass interference calls. Yeah. Which is good, and I mean, like, moving you'd on. You'd rather the... see him. Devontae's big thing in college was catch the ball, get some yards after the catch kind of thing. And you getting open. He can get and separation. Getting... And I think um, a big thing going into the Dallas game, especially if Hurts isn't playing and Hurts is going to be scrambling for his life kind of thing, and he's got to get the ball out quicker because, obviously, Dillard is not Jordan Mailata, and he's probably going to get beat a good handful of times, and that's why you've been saying – that Dallas Goddard is probably going to go on the left side, maybe Jack Stoll, Richard Rogers, Ertz if he plays. But I think a big impact that we're not really looking at right now is this happened yesterday. So that's going to have to – Nick Sirianni is going to have to scheme around this with only three days for the game. He's going to have to kind of change the plays around. That's right. Change his script. That's right. I think he scripts his plays for the first series or two. Most coaches do. Yeah. So he's going to have to change his play calling for the first series, probably the first quarter about – because they are going to need to help Dillard out. Dillard, as much as we all want to say Dillard has the potential to be a good left tackle, it's not going to happen. It's too late. Way too late. He's going to need help. 
even though the Dallas defensive line is banged up and not going to play. Like, if Demarcus Lawrence is playing on Monday night, we would be so screwed. I like uh, legitimately so screwed. I uh, oh as much God. as we all hate the Cowboys, Demarcus Lawrence is one hell of a defensive lineman. He is a big loss for them, and and Huge and loss. Like to make up for it, their secondary has been playing better than I expected. So like somebody like Trayvon yeah, Diggs, Diggs is going to be a problem a little bit for for Devontae Smith, and that's going to be a big battle. And I think they've played again. I don't think maybe they haven't. Uh, do you think they ever matched up in college? I mean, they're both on Alabama. Oh, that's right. In practice, I suppose. Practice they did, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess if anyone point. knows how to beat Trayvon Diggs in practice, Devontae might know how to do it. Um, I don't what think, do you think he'll of... follow Devontae though. Anthony Brown has sucked for a long time. I'm not worried about the rest him. of their secondary is still garbage. Jordan Lewis is not good. What do you think of DeMonte Kazee? I think he's a hit or miss kind of guy who either have a really good game or a game where you want to cut him. Uh, Eagles have had those kind of players. It seems like Malik, Malik Hooker is not playing a lot. Uh, no, I thought he was not good coming out of college, but he's not. He was um, good coming out of college. The injuries have screwed him. So, you know, it, there's not a ton to be afraid of on this da- Dallas defense besides the linebackers. You know, Michael Parsons, Jalen Smith, not even, Van Der Esch. I'm not even but, concerned about the linebackers. I don't Michael care Parsons, about them. Like, what are they going to do? Leighton Van Der Esch is not good, first of all. He's not going to get a second contract from Dallas. You can – you can, it, like, they're, it's fine It's fine to me if they're taking away the middle of the field. It's just going to force Hurts to throw to the outside more, which we already do to begin with. Isn't Hurts better at throwing to the outside? Yeah, we don't throw to the middle of the field to be worried about Leighton Van Der Esch and, and – well, Van Rush is a good Parsons. Michael Parsons is good. That's the only player I think on Dallas, on Dallas's defense that I would be concerned about. And Parsons. that's saying something for his rookie. Yes, Parsons. And, and not Jalen even Smith, no, no Jalen Smith. I think Jalen Smith's overrated. I think he's still very good, but I don't think he's as good as people proclaim he is. Okay. I do think he's definitely someone to watch on the defense there. But besides those two linebackers, even like Parsons is going to line up like he did last week as defensive end. So you have to game plan for that because Parsons did pretty. I think he did pretty well last week as defensive end, didn't he? Uh, I I I I don't know. I didn't. See. I mean, that being said, the Chargers offensive line is still not great. There are guys here and there, but like besides like Rashawn Slater on that line, not great. Which we'll see in a few weeks. But so yeah, I I would say like if we're talking about maybe four guys, uh, four guys on the team on the defense specifically that you're worried about, who would it be? I would say Parsons. Micah Smith, probably Trevon Diggs, just yep. because last week the Eagles did struggle a little bit with creating separation. Yep. Against their thing. Not as much Devontae, but even like, although Rager and I think Quez both had good games, they only both really had one big play. And obviously Rager's got called back. I think it genuinely might be the two of them. I'm looking at their stats right now. J. Ron Curse leads the team in tackles. I don't think like, there's nobody along that defensive line. I don't line think I'm there's about. anybody else I'm scared of besides those three. And I wouldn't even say I'm scared of Diggs. It's not, yeah, I don't think it's a fear. It's I think also, it's, I think a big thing here is the Dallas secondary is slow as hell. Like, they don't yes. run well. And you Eagles have two, if you consider Devontae, three burners. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised yes. if the Eagles try and, if they first play the game, they try to send Quez Watkins, Jalen Rager, both deep down the sidelines and just throw it up there. If they're doing that, I would expect them to come out in 12 personnel and put Goddard right next to. Yes, Andre right next Dillard. to Taylor. Yes. And that's what I would do. Honestly, That'd be my first play call of the game. I mean, Screw like, I, see what Steve Dallas can handle the speed. I don't disagree. Speed, doing it. I don't disagree that the state of the Cowboys secondary to me means that I'm perfectly fine playing jumbo packages and seeing if Devontae. I think you're going to see a lot more passing plays, especially now with Dillard too. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I some rollouts, play Dillard, action. 
Oh man, I don't know, man. This is ugh. I, we're it's gonna have not, to look. We'll, it's we'll, definitely I not think a fun the, situation. We'll we'll we'll, re- we'll react. We'll understand what's going on as the game is happening. But it's tough to it's tough to predict. We've never seen Sirianni in a situation like this, having to adjust on the fly in this manner. Look, I, we remember he lost Brandon Brooks in the middle of the game, but they didn't do anything specifically for my eyes to compensate for that and shift particular. Uh, protection along to Dickerson. And that's another thing we're not even talking about. Landon Dickerson's making his first NFL start at right guard this week. Yes. Quickly, though. Uh, Colts say Carson Wentz status will be decided pregame. Okay. So, game so, time decision. So, he's going to be decision. questionable. And, um, whew. hopefully, need some good news in my life. A lot of injury stuff going on, Max. Dude, last week was we talked about it on the pod uh, after the San Francisco game. A lot of injuries. The Eagles got out of that game losing two of their best start players. I mean, Jay doesn't agree with us on the Brooks part, but yeah, I mean, look, you want to talk about Brandon Brooks really quickly? I don't really want to, other than to say I mean, that I think he's still a good, he's still a he's good still player. A very good player. I get one of the injuries are a problem. Yeah, the injuries the are, are a problem. problem. He's out. I think Lane Johnson said they're expecting him to be out eight weeks. So obviously, you have Diggerson, and I mean, that makes the pick look so much better. Like, what would you rather if Driscoll's out right now too? You're having Nate Herbig starting at right guard tomorrow. Or Why am I getting two alerts for Adam Schefter? Yeah, he's tweeted like four times. Yeah, am I getting uh, the same tweet twice? Yeah, I, I got it as well. I think Twitter's what is, just What bugged. is he doing, bro? It's either Schefter's bugging or Twitter's bugging because I got the same Colts pregame ones four times. Ugh. Um, but where were we going with this? Oh, yeah. The Dickerson pick now looks pretty phenomenal. Like, he, like Dickerson, hopefully, he pans out and everything too. But I remember after the pick, like me and Jay, and you, you even weren't even that mad at it. People were claiming for Asante Samuel Jr. I love this. Wusu Karamoa. <laughs> so it's like after that, and you know Brooks has injuries history. We all do. So mm-hmm. that's, I think, why many fans were okay with the pick. And Dickerson was a beast in college. Absolute tank. Yeah. And if he didn't tear his ACL, he probably would have been taken first round. Yes, for sure. So it's like I mean it's time for him to step up. We we can't be yeah, worrying about he's going he's going to be thrown in there for eight straight weeks at least. And like I, not, I think it's he's really good. It's seriously the case that we cannot be worrying about Lynn Dickerson. Like like this is Dillard is going to be the problem along the offensive no, line. I, I cannot problem. be having I cannot he be stressing are, about well, Lynn. I've been seeing videos all week from practice. Jason Kelsey's been up in Lynn or Dickerson's ear all week. Good. That's always a good sign. Like they've been working post practice, pre practice, just like during the practice. You hear Dave, Jason Kelsey's in his ear. And that's who he's one in here. Good. So let's move on to the to the offensive side of the ball. I, I mean, the, Dallas the, the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, our, our defensive side of the ball. Okay. Um, I, you know, I. I mean, with, I think with, one thing I'm really going to be looking at is the rotation of the defensive ends now. Right. With no with Brandon no, Graham for the no season. Obviously, Josh Sweat's going to get more snaps, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. But Sirianni gave a good see, answer last week. He said yeah. Sweat didn't get in as much as they wanted to because the. Uh, Situation. The Niners are playing a lot of a lot of twelve. Yeah, um, and I don't know why that to them Niners. means that they don't want Sweat out there. But you know, whatever it is, they they I go. Think he's more of like a one on one kind of guy. If he's double, sure, that can be good. Whatever it is, they didn't want him but out. You're there, gonna need, so. yeah, it's gonna be you're gonna see more Ryan Kerrigan's gonna go out there more now, which hopefully he can go Kerrigan back to that. Stinks. It will, hopefully he goes back to the eagle killing Kerrigan because he always yeah. screwed us. But so so yeah, I mean. Look, when we talk about the Cowboys offense, too, you mentioned it. Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Gallup are the headliners. There's no Gallup. I think no Gallup. Cooper will play. But My that, guess is you Cooper know, plays, but he might, 
he might be hobbled and he there's a very real yeah. chance that he takes a big hit and he's done for the game or like he tweaks his knee a little bit more along their offensive line it looks like it's tyron smith at left tackle obviously it's the same starting offensive line except for the left tackle isn't it connor zach martin's Will- back zach martin's back connor williams at left guard he stinks tyler be he's a he's a rookie i think i expect hargrave and cox to eat his lunch I'd hope so. Zach Martin at right guard and Terrence Steele, who uh, literally a nobody at right tackle. So this matchup of the Eagles, even without Brandon Graham, should be winning, especially along the inside. The only person that even remotely is scary and has any success against the Eagles is Zach Martin. Right? Yes. Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave should be killing Connor Williams and Tyler Biedes. So the well, good news here is that you Connor know, you Williams cannot... has been good this year, though. I will say that. I'm not saying he's going to be good, but the first two games he has been good. That's fine. The problem is the Eagles have two Pro Bowl caliber players in the, oh, yeah. at defensive tackle. And Hargrave's so, like, playing the best, he said today. Hargrave's playing yeah. the best ball of his career. I, so what I'm expecting here is that the Eagles will swap Fletch and Hargrave back and forth a couple times during the game. One of them is going to get Williams and Biedas on doubles. One of them is going to get Zach Martin one-on-one, which means either the it's person be Fletch winning one-on-one, double. yeah, so so that means Javon Hargrave is going to have to beat Martin one-on-one or they're going to have to bring pressure up the middle to give both those guys one-on-ones against Connor Williams, which is possible because if you spread this offensive line out, those are matchups we, we expect to be winning, right? If, if we if we bring five, if we're bringing a, a blitz, five, with a guy lined up over the center, zero technique, you're yeah. getting a one-on-one all the way along the offensive line and I expect a chip on Terrence Steele's side, which means they're going to have... Of their five eligible receivers, you're imagining the, the running back will probably chip and leak out. Uh, I think those are matchups you can win, and they're going to have to buy themselves extra time. Somebody's going to have to win, win a we've matchup. Seen, we've seen Fletch win double teams, and I somebody's going to have to win a matchup somewhere. Cox is going to be the one who gets double teamed. Is my guess on Monday night, and if Hargrave has to keep going to work, like he's been good the first two weeks. Yep, yep. So as long as he keeps going to work, I'm about to sneeze. Bless you. Thank Bless you. you. But as long as Hargrave keeps going to work, they'll be able to get pressure on Dak. But you also have to – he's not as mobile as he used to be, obviously, after having yeah. that whole ankle injury too. But you're going to have to keep a watch on him running the ball. Would you put a spy on Prescott? No. Mm. I don't think he's that mobile anymore. It's not like, Jalen would you consider there. like a Jannard Avery and like a I, – I think I'd almost rather have Avery as – you know, Jim Schwartz used to do these, these blue dog blitzes where you have a linebacker who is covering the running back yeah. man – and if the running back stays in to protect, the linebacker is given the green light spot. to blitz. And and that's good, especially because how I expect they'll play the middle is like they're not going to have Biedas roaming. You know, you'll see a lot of times offensive linemen look like they're doing nothing. Yeah. Like centers, especially. You'll see them just like sort of standing there and, and maybe helping out. That's usually because they're waiting for delayed blitzes. And the way I expect the Cowboys to play this is maybe take a gamble and put two guys going against Cox. It means Biadaz and Williams taking Fletcher Cox means that middle is going to be open. And so either you send Avery in on, on, a, on a blue dog, the, the, either the middle is open or Biadaz has to shift over and give Cox a one-on-one. So I, I think that's a good idea. I don't know. We'll, we'll, I, we haven't seen a lot from Jonathan Gannon. It's only been two games. I mean, th- but it's yeah, something to so keep an I was, eye on I how they use. The Dallas past two games also. He only yeah. ran four times against the Buccaneers for 13 yards. But that's also his first game, come back from ankle injury, probably a little Yeah, and I don't know how much of those are designed. I think those are probably yeah. just scrambles. Yeah, and in last game against the Chargers, he didn't run once. No scrambles, no okay. design. So Okay, so I think you're right. I, I, I don't know if they've had on spies on him and he just didn't have the opportunity. But it's also kind of like with Zeke Elliott, you don't really aren't scared of him anymore. He's not the same Zeke Elliott he was when he came out of college. 
Like I'm not yeah, scared of Zeke Elliott. He doesn't bother me. Like Eagles have never had a problem with Zeke. I think it's if been the maybe Eagles one are getting game gashed, if the Eagles are getting gashed in the run game, they have no chance here. They have to keep the run game at bay. I guess they you, do it's that. Not be Zeke. It's gonna be Pollard who fucks them. Look, I, I'm expecting uh, Pollard, yeah. And especially in the screen game. Pollard's had success against us in the screen game. But look, Gannon's defense did a pretty, good, did a pretty yeah, good job yeah. against the screens last week. I mean, so. they only lit up 17 points. It's not bad. Yeah. You should be able to win games when you only lit up 17 points. Yeah, I mean, look, situationally it was bad, but it's true. They had a very good first half. And, and you know, Jimmy G was missing throws, but I don't know. So Jimmy uh, G was missing, yeah. On our back end, how do you think we're going to match up with their receivers? We got Amari Cooper. It looks like Cedric Wilson is going to take over for Gallup, but I yeah. would expect that to be a rotation with Wilson, Noah Brown, and Simi Fahoku. I think I saw Wilson take most of the snaps last week. I don't have the snap count, obviously. But okay, let me see. I, I saw Wilson did the most. Just I'm looking at the receiving right now, and Wilson's targets. the only one with the couch. Yeah, he's the only one with the reception. He had two targets, and none of them have targets besides the tight ends also. All right, I'm looking at the week. So it's going to be Wilson's wide receiver three. I'm looking at the week two snap counts right now. Amari Cooper, 60. CeeDee Lamb, 60. Cedric Wilson, 36. Noah Brown, 12. Fihoku did not play. So, I mean, I guess that just means we're going to see a lot of Cedric Wilson, who we're not worried about. No, he's a fast fast little dude, but he's not someone you're going to be scared of. He's 6'2". I I think you might feel comfortable putting Avante Maddox on him, and we haven't heard Avante Maddox's name all season, which Which is is a good good thing. thing. Um. So I think the way I would Even probably our do this. Quarterbacks haven't been that bad. Steven Nelson, Darius Slay, both been pretty yeah. good. I think the way I would do this is put. I mean, I, I'm expecting a lot of CD Lamb in the slot as part of it. Um, yeah, they're going to try, especially if Amari's not playing. They're going to try to feed him. Oh yeah, for sure. So I, I think but the it's way also, to do this nice is if Amari doesn't play, you're double teaming CD Lamb all night for sure. And I and I think if if Amari plays, which we expect him to. You put Nelson and Slay on opposite sides of the field and just let them control that yeah, side of the field. I agree with that. And then CD's anybody who comes into the, the slot. CD, yeah, yes, yeah, CD is good enough for you. You can, you can shade coverage. I mean, it seems like Cooper's gonna be gonna be hobbled. So you can shade coverage towards CD Lamb, or if he's in the slot, you put like Kevon Wallace behind Devontae Maddox and and effectively double him because is Roddy McLeod supposed to play Monday night. I don't think we've heard from Rodney McLeod, which would imply to me that he's not. Okay. Maybe would be really nice for him to have his first game back. Here. That would be a, it would be very good timing. How do you think Wallace has played? I haven't really heard. I mean, he's been good. I think the call on him last week, though, whatever. Yeah, I'm not was, worried about that. Yeah. No, it was a stupid call. I don't like that call, but it's like. It's, it's fine. He's been, I, he's been, he's a fourth round pick. You can't expect him to be, you know, a starting safety, a star starting safety. I think he's a very good backup safety. And I think you can definitely throw him into the mix for when a start is hurt. Like when McLeod's hurt, I'm okay putting Wallace in there. Um, it looks like Ronnie McLeod practiced yesterday. Yeah, he did. he's been limited though for the past two weeks. So I, we'll we'll see when the Eagles come out with their injury report later today. I, I would imagine he's going to be listed. If they he's don't listed do, as questionable, I'll feel pretty good about it. They don't do oh, that's going to be tomorrow. Until tomorrow or two, right? Yeah, it's going to be tomorrow. Sure. You're right. Ugh, I hate Mondays. We still Monday, should have an Monday injury night report Monday night games sucks, dude. Monday night games suck. I'm not a fan of them. But yes, we will get an injury report tomorrow. Um. Gannon said a couple days ago, Rodney McLeod is completely locked in. Uh, Rodney McLeod still limited. Rodney McLeod limited. Yeah, it's going to be, we'll find out more tomorrow. A couple guys have illnesses. Does Sirianni talk tomorrow? I thought he was going to talk today, but if he doesn't, he'll definitely talk tomorrow. I don't think he did talk. Is they still practicing though? They might still be practicing. Okay, so then in that case, I think we'll probably hear from him tomorrow. They, I, I would imagine they have a walkthrough tomorrow. Yeah, no, and, not and we might hear from them before it. So I, this is the day. I mean, if we get it, we well, we should get a practice report today. 
on the status no, of some will. of these guys. Uh, definitely will. So whenever we get that, that's that hopefully would if if McLeod is practicing in full any of these game days, he's going to play. Um, but whenever we get the practice report for today, uh, we'll have a better sense of McLeod's status. Yeah, no, you'll be good. Anything else you're looking at in terms of matchups? What is let's do let's do this. The top three matchups that the Eagles need to win to win the game. Okay. Uh, I'd say top one's definitely Devontae Smith versus Trayvon Diggs. Yep, that's right. I completely and, agree with you. But for all the reasons we already talked about, I don't think we need to get into it much. That's one. Yeah, we oh, two, I'd probably say Dillard versus whoever the hell is lining really? up. Right side. Okay, I'm I'm gonna stick to what I said earlier and th- and say that the Dickerson against whoever they put in the middle is a bigger matchup. I think they're going to help Dillard more than they're going to help Dickerson. But well, I mean, you can't look, really depends, help right, right guard, though. Yeah, you can slide coverage over a little bit. You can chip yeah. on Johnson's side and then have Johnson help out at the beginning of the snap. Just anything to mess so, up yeah. the timing. Like, like I think it'll be interesting if they also. You could also put the shade the running back behind Dickerson. Yeah. Um. So I think it, it depends if they're helping Dick. Whoever they help more, the other guy is going to have the, the biggest matchup. I think we can both agree on that. Yes. And the last yeah. matchup. Do you want to hear my surprise number three one right here? Okay. Whoever, uh, I would probably say Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith versus Kenny Gainwell in the passing game. Wow. Very interesting. I like that a lot. Hey, the Chargers threw it to Eckler nine times last week. Wow. Good nugget. That is a good nugget. And, and well, that's a good target him nine times. Uh, yeah. Let me get that. I'm having it right in front of me. Okay. And while you're doing that, yeah, go. I'm going to say, I'm probably going to stick with the, I just think we're going to get beaten the passing nope, nine game. times. Nine times. I think we're going to get beaten the passing game as sort of almost a, a foregone conclusion. So because of that, I'm going to say Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave have to have the biggest game, biggest games That's of their lives. That's definitely honorable mention. Um, we always hear every week it's a football cliche. Quarterbacks don't like pressure up their face. I don't even need either of them to get a sack. I need them to be disruptive in the running game and to be pushing guys into Prescott's lap to force him to the edges. Because that's the other thing. We don't have Brandon Graham to set the edges much anymore. No. So if you're forcing guys into Prescott's pocket, into his lap, he's going to have to scramble out. Either Derek Barnett or Josh Wett, Ryan Kerrigan, someone's going to have to be waiting there for him. And if you can do that, and 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 you know, if he's running into Tyron Smith and Josh Wett is right there, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we can get some depth on some of these rushes. Maybe Prescott has to step up. Maybe Jannard Avery's waiting for him. Maybe you scheme up the defense in such a way. If, if, if Fletcher Cox and Hargrave are getting pressure, you can scheme the defense in a way to force Prescott out of the pocket and have somebody waiting for him. So I think that'll be a pretty good match, pretty big matchup. Um, and it, it, obviously there's pressure on a lot of these young guys to step up. This is a big measuring stick game for the Eagles, not just in terms of where they'll be this season, but in terms of how many players that will be impactful for their future need to play well. And that includes Devontae Smith, Lennon Dickerson, but especially on the defense, guys like Milton Williams, uh, Teron Jackson, Josh Sweat, obviously. I don't think Tui Pelotu is going to be active, but, you know, I don't think Davion Taylor might be still be injured, but somebody like a Jannard Avery has big load on his shoulders. I would love to see a big game out of Kavon Wallace. Some of these young guys that could be big players moving forward. Um, And speaking of, by the way, Hassan Ridgeway, he's been really good. good. He's been really good. A few week one, a few stupid penalties, but obviously they blew out the making plays. But he's He's been been making making plays. plays. I agree with you. I like what I've seen so far. I think he's very good backup D tackle. He's yeah. tackle three, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess. All right. Last little. final thoughts, Max. What do you got? And a prediction. All right. I just think it's going to really rely on both passing games because you obviously have the Dallas secondary, which is nothing special. Teron Dix has been good this year, but still nothing special. 
Hurts needs to get the air ball going this week. Hurt, they did not have their offense rolling last week against the 49ers. That being said, 49ers have a pretty good defense besides secondary. They have a few secondary issues, but obviously good defensive line and linebackers. Fred Warner's a baller. And yeah, obviously the Eagles secondary versus CeeDee Lamb and Mark Cooper. It's just yeah. what's going to happen there if Mark Cooper plays. Who's going to, I like you said earlier, my guess is they both leave Nelson and Slay on opposite sides and just whoever they're covering, they cover. Yeah. But it's going to be very interesting to see how both quarterbacks play against these secondaries. Who's, what's, who's your pick? Oh. Uh, I'm going to say I'm optimistic enough. I'm going to Eagles 24 23. Nice. Okay. Uh, for me, I think we didn't get to this when we were doing the preview, but. The, one of the impacts of the linebackers for the Cowboys being the strength of their defense is that it might limit the amount Jalen Hurts can get out of the pocket and move. Yes. And there's a chance they put somebody like Van Der Esch or Jalen Smith or even... Uh, um, I guess they have a spot. Yeah, yeah. Our, our, your boy, uh, Micah Parsons, as a spot. My boy. So, <laughs> so I think it's going to be big for Jalen Hurts to get quickly moving through the air because they might limit his ability to get out of the pocket and make plays with his feet, which has been big for him. And so Sirianni is going to have to draw up an offense that that allows Hurts to get the ball out and get it to his receivers. Um, I think I felt a lot better prior to this Jordan Mailata injury. It's a big blow. No Brandon Graham is a big blow. No Brandon Brooks is a big blow. I think the Cowboys have been playing better in their first two games coming into this game. I think they have to be favored. I don't like, I'm not going to like predict that they're going to win because that's lame as an Eagles fan to be like, Oh yeah, I, you know, I think the Cowboys are going to beat us, but yeah, I will say that I think they should be favored in this game and it's going to be an uphill climb for the Eagles. Um, if they win this game, I'll think very highly of the team, the Eagles. I mean, this is a big game. If you win this game, that's legitimate show of force that says we are ready to compete for this division and losing doesn't necessarily mean especially on the road that you're it's not a ready huge game but it is a measuring stick game and, and especially least, when two of your next three games after this week are against the last year's super bowl matchup yeah exactly so i mean look it's a chance for the eagles to prove that they belong here and that this is not just a wasted season they're flushing away so no i think cowboys have the slight edge slightly favored we'll see what the eagles can come up with maybe a trick play maybe a gadget play i can't even tell you that game uh, against Dallas in 2016, when Dallas was really good, they were 12 and four that year. And we came in Peterson's first year. That was the year when they threw the swing pass to Darren Sproles, eight yards behind the line of scrimmage. We also gave up a fake punt in that game on fourth down that probably would have iced the game for us. So I want to see some of the same stuff from Sirianni. If you think you're the outmatched team, if the other team is favored, especially in a game like this, and you need to take some risks, go out, take some risks, go for fourth downs. Go for the touchdown in the end zone. Go for a fake punt. Make it smart. Don't do anything stupid. Don't run a uh, a rollout um, on third and goal that's designed for a run that they're they're scheming up perfectly. Right? Don't go for a, a fake field goal the way the Eagles did against the Vikings a, a few years back at the end of a half that doesn't work out. But just you know, pick your spots. If there is a time where you think, all right, you know what. Let's run, a, let's run a trick play. Let's not fold over and die so easily. It's this week in such a big matchup. So that's my final thoughts. You know, obviously, huge game. Nick Sirianni's first test against Dallas. They need to win. They need to win. It's always a must win against the Cowboys. So I don't know. That's all I got, Max. Beat Dallas. Yeah, honestly. Hopefully, we're coming here. I guess it'd probably be Tuesday pod, but Tuesday, hopefully, we're yeah. coming here Tuesday. Unless it's like a crazy win Monday night, we'll pod Monday night. Yeah, but if it's a crazy-ass win, I agree, yeah. but... Right now, I'd say 
plan on Tuesday pod. Yeah. And uh, but, keep an eye out on our pages to for the injury reports to see what's going on, updates on the players. We're expecting Mylata not to play, but we'll learn more about McLeod, uh, Davion Taylor in the coming days. Hopefully McLeod plays, but we'll see. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Give us five stars. Rate, review, Go download. Go Birds. Beat Dallas. Thank God, hopefully.